What's up, everybody? Welcome to What the Fun Cast, episode 81. Yes, the big 8-1. I'm one of your hosts, Paul. Today is June 9th, 2020. <laughs> uh, we're almost nice. halfway through this cursed year. What'd you say? I said 6-9. Nice. Anyways. 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 <laughs> that This is our uh, my co-host, Ahmed Gooey Broccoli himself. Yes. A mature adult. I promise. A very mature adult. He's sitting here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it when I was typing it out, and I was like, ooh, that's a good one. Anyways, go on. Continue, oh, Mr. Oh Host. Word. Anyways, I'm just here for the uh, I'm here for the laughs. I'm here for the lols. Remember when people used to say that? I prefer not to. How far we've come. <laughs> really have. Something is like screaming into my microphone. I'm just sitting here watching little waves. I think it's the air conditioner. Anyways, in the other room. I don't know how it hears it. Stop being so good at hearing. Anyways. I don't hear anything. If you... Uh, it sounds fine the little waves head. are like like, like the aliens are trying to speak to us. Please, <laughs> please come down, touch upon our Earth. There's Honestly, nothing to see here. I would take aliens for July at this point. I oh think. my god! Like that meme that's going around. It's like uh, murder hornets in June and whatever. Like whatever. Remember the murder hornets? Murder hornets were like a filler. Fake episode. news. It was a filler. A episode. filler episode. <laughs> It was. They're like, mm, it's been too quiet. Let's bring out some murder hornets. Oh my god! Please. I'm no, saying no murder hornets. Aliens by July, Yellowstone supervolcano by August, and then the Yellowstone <laughs> supervolcano. We'll see what September holds. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I, I, yes. I, obviously, we didn't have an episode last week in solidarity with everything that's going on, and it's still going on. You know, we're having a regular episode this week, but it's not over. The fight arguably is never over, but. Yeah, just wanted to put that out there. Uh, we will still stand in solidarity with the movement. and uh, A lot of good things are paying off, so good stuff. Um, yes, there definitely are. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, there definitely, definitely are. So I think it was definitely the right move. Hopefully you guys took some time instead of listening to us last week and uh, brushed up on you know some facts out there around why the movement's happening, what it entails, uh, why people are doing what they're doing, and everything in between. Because I think, well, we both think that it's important uh, to recognize why, uh, why why everything is happening the way it is. And there's a lot of people out there that don't understand and, and choose to be ignorant and just say, you know what, I'm not, you know, it, it is what it is, and, and they're doing what they want to do. But it's good to understand as well, especially if you're um, a, a someone not uh, black. that's privileged. <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah, if you're if you're someone of privilege. And need to understand it's definitely good to understand what's going on. So we thought it was the right move to not record last week and instead, um, you know, hopefully have people take that time and spend it spend it elsewhere where it makes a little bit more sense, especially with everything going on. I mean, literally, you know, people were rioting and, and obviously there's some pieces of, of the protesting that got really out of hand and, you know, it, it's best to just go by the facts and, you know, whether it's from people that are knowledgeable on the subject or people that are not knowledgeable on the subject I'm trying to avoid any talk about our president. But, um, yeah, the bottom line is you want to make sure you get your facts from the right sources and you want to fact check everything you see on the internet because there's a lot of stuff that's fake and fabricated Ooh, yeah. uh, that's been spread around. There's a lot of, um, a lot of uh, literal fake news. Like, yeah, I mean, we can, we can spend a whole episode talking about just this, but... 
point is yeah but we do this for fun and obviously we live in this crazy crazy world right now and that's the reality that we live in so not to say that we're trying to get away from it but we want to spend some good time with all of you focusing on the little bits of good in the world and excitement um around pop culture and everything in between so yeah anyway all that being said this is episode 81 obviously as we say every time we've done more than 81 episodes but this is the official number 81 so there's probably (laughs) like i don't know maybe 90 episodes but who's counting so i'm counting no i'm not (laughs) <laughs> so how many are there then, sir? Um, well, if you go to our website, that would be whatthefuncast.com. It will tell you at the top that we have a total of 91 actual oh, recorded see, I was episodes. Close. Which includes our like one-minute quote-unquote episode last week. So really, it's like 90 actual episodes. Oh, who was right? I'm listening. I never said you were wrong. I'm listening. <laughs> I never said you were wrong. Anyways, besides listening, what have you been doing? past week keep yourself busy insane i i really i don't know so i haven't had much time to do much of anything i mean so what was nice is i took some time on sunday kind of had a crazy week my sister's moving back from boston so we went i I took friday off and we went up to boston got her stuff and came back down and then unpacked it on saturday and mom had surgery and, and all sorts of stuff so it's just been a lot of uh a lot of family stuff to take care of, which which thank God everything went well. So that's good um, across both both of those things. So um, now that that was over, Sunday we kind of got to relax a little bit. We had these big plans to do all these different things and catch up and clean up and all this other stuff. And what we did is more or less kind of bummed around the house all day, which you know was warranted because we were exhausted. So, um, but yeah, with that I did get to play some games. I I know that you'll tell us in a minute here about your Last of Us Part 1 playthrough, or replay through, I should say, uh, which sounds great, but then I know that as soon as I start playing, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm tired. It's so, and I'd such rather a save good that. game, though. I'll talk about it I later. I know it. I know it is, but still. <laughs> so, yeah. So, what did I play? Uh, so, actually, uh played some games at Logan on Sunday morning. We played, uh, we were trying to figure out what to play, and like, there's a lot of games on Game Pass, and this is kind of one of those things where it's like there's this ongoing issue where you have so many things to play that you don't know what to play and these are games that obviously i haven't purchased i purchased a subscription and there's all these different games and then every time you start up a game it's like you have a 400 gigabyte update to download and it's so goddamn infuriating (laughs) because it's like all you want to do is play and you've got you know all these updates to do so anyway whatever so we ended up playing um some gears 5 online Spoiler, we're both really bad. Um, and, you know, that was interesting. I haven't played much of Gears 5, but, you know, we did play some online, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun, but we were just getting our asses handed to us, which, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Um, excuse me. Then we also played this game that Logan had played before called Total Reliable, Total Reliable Delivery Service. And I have to look up who, who the developer is, but pretty much it's this game, if you're familiar with Human Fall Flat, it's very similar to the mechanics of that, where it's, like, very loose physics, where, like, characters are kind of, like, flying around and everything. But you have to, like, take a package and deliver it um, from, like, point A to point B. But everything is, like, it's, like, God forbid, like, you can't function, the, like, the controller is malfunctioning. Um, <laughs> and it's, like, I don't know, just the way everything moves around. So it's uh, it was very interesting. It, at first, it's, like, oh, this is really stupid. And then it's, like, oh, okay, I can kind of get into this. So it was a lot of fun for what we played of it. We didn't realize that there was a setting where, you know, 
you know, like it opens up an online game, so the online portion of it just lets anybody join at any given time. So we had all these random people, and you can only start one mission at a time. So they kept like starting new missions and deleting our mission progress. So <laughs> oh my God. it turned into us like pretty much just waiting for them to get far in a mission and then starting a new one. So they like fall out of the sky and stuff and whatever. It was like stupid fun, very <laughs> stupid fun. Um, but yeah, I think I don't think it's made by Team Seventeen. I have to look it up. Let me see. Totally reliable. I gotta say, it's the first I'm ever hearing of it, but that's it's not It's a surprising. very bizarre game. Totally. It is made by... We're five games. <laughs> well, that makes sense. They're five. It's like a... Yeah, it was... So it's a very interesting game. Um, definitely don't think I'd pay money for it, but it's on Game Pass, so, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's also um, available on Switch, to, iOS, and Android. Yeah, apparently the Switch version's really choppy. No surprise there. Um, really interesting. And uh, it's one. Well, we went to go play Moving Out, but Moving Out doesn't have online multiplayer because Moving Out is free on Game Pass. So mm. it doesn't have online multiplayer. So we're like, okay, we can't play Moving Out, uh, which was kind of frustrating, but whatever. So yeah, played those. I played some more What the Golf. Uh, I think I'm close to beating it if I understand the progression system right, like the the level or the like the numbering of the levels. Uh, so I think I'm almost done with that. So that's good. Uh, and I've been playing some Animal Crossing. No surprise there, I'm sure. But not nearly as much. I was just telling you before we went on air here. But <laughs> last night I pulled out Animal Crossing. I'm like, mm, I want to go check out what my stores have. And, um, you know, I literally fell asleep as Isabel was giving the announcements, <laughs> like, with the switch in my hand. And then I didn't turn it off until the morning. So it was like, I don't know. I woke up and my switch was at 1%. And I'm like, oh, anyways, well, I'm glad it survived the whole night. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a mess. No surprise. Does it not go to sleep after you? Like... I don't. I don't know what I did. Somehow it went from like forty percent to one percent. But like when you so, woke, was the screen on? Do you have like the sleep mode off? So I don't know if the screen was on or not because I think I may have turned it off like half asleep. So I don't know. It was a mess, I don't and know. I was like, "There's no way it drained that much if it was in sleep mode." I, well, I know, so I don't know what happened, but I don't know if I was like, if I kept waking it up like in the middle of the night and then it just kept draining, or if Isabel just kept trying to talk. Oh, probably. And she like, just sat every there. time you move it, it like, because it depends on like the gyro system, so like you don't even have to press the buttons. Like once you move it, it like wakes up again and it's like, oh, you're here. So like if yeah. it was just on your, like on your body, and you, every time you move, it's like, oh, we're awake now. <laughs> nope. Oh, he's awake. Anyway, I, either way, I woke up and I was at 1%, and I'm like, oh my god, I've never, like, been at 0%, had my Switch die, like, in Animal Crossing, what's gonna happen? Uh, my island's gonna explode. Um, Dramatic. But anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, what's been nice is, obviously, it's June, there's a lot of new fish and stuff, so I think I've gotten all three or four of the sharks that are available now, so, um, I like catching fish and, and collecting them, so hopefully, I think I'm coming down the home stretch on them, too, so... I don't know. Animal Crossing is definitely a lot of fun. Very easy to pick up and play. And when you have it digitally, it's super nice. So yeah, I um, so I guess I'll, I'll segue into what I've been doing. I've I did play a little bit of Animal Crossing um, right at the end of the month to get like the last fish that I needed before May ended. I didn't end up getting it. I was too tired. So on June first, I went back in time a day so I can catch the stupid fish, and I got it after you using literally eighty bait. Oh my god! Was, what fish was that? The golden trout. The golden trout, anyways. It took me genuinely 80 bait, but then as soon as I got it, I like went back to current time, and I had a bunch of like leftover bait because I literally crafted like 200 bait. I was like, I'm gonna catch this oh fucking my God. fish. 
And so I, I went back to normal time and I like used all the bait and I caught a bunch of the new fish all in one go. So I'm pretty sure I've caught like, a th I think all the sharks, like the ribbon eel, a bunch of the river, new river fish. Um, like I made, I made significant progress on the new fish, which is good. Um, yeah. I'm short. I'm short on the, on the river fish. I think I've got the ribbon eel. I've got the saw shark, the great white. Um, I finally got the bed, the beta fish. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh. That? Yeah. So that was the last one of like the old batch that I needed. So I still um, haven't gotten like the giant treble or whatever. That fish is like impossible to find that and the coelacanth. I still really? haven't gotten either of them. What uh, is it called? Coelacanth or colacanth? Coelacanth. That's how it's pronounced. Uh, anyways, officially. surprise. I caught him like twelve years ago. You still didn't get him, anyways. No, I, it was literally raining on my island the day that I was using all the bait, and like I was fishing off the pier trying to catch. Well, no, yeah, I was fishing off the pier after I caught the golden trout because it was raining, and all I caught was all the sharks, and I didn't catch a single coelacanth. And I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. One of our friends caught like four of those. I can't remember who, but someone did. One of our friends caught, like, 16 oarfish. I think her name is Lauren. 16 oarfish? Who's that? I believe Lauren, uh... <laughs> she's sitting there and she's put one finger in the air. Lauren of, uh, of a certain fame? Anyways. So, but yeah, yeah I, I caught a shit ton of those fish. But anyway, um, besides Animal Crossing, we actually did play uh, Minecraft Dungeons, and we didn't talk about this because we played it within the past two weeks. We didn't talk about it in last our last real episode. Um, at least I don't think we did. Um, but we played Minecraft Dungeons with Logan, and we streamed it a little bit, and it was actually a lot of fun. And I think we should get back into that when we can. Um, but that was pretty... I don't know, I'd never played any Minecraft game before, but obviously it's very different. It's just the same style as Minecraft, but it's a kind of dungeon crawler game where you, you know, Coppin's Dungeons, steal treasure, kill zombies, monsters, whatever. Um, so it was pretty entertaining for what it was. Yeah, it it was it was surprisingly a good amount of fun. Once again, another game that's free on Game Pass. So, um, yeah. I really definitely it was cross definitely worth the price of free. It's cross platform, right? Like I could have been playing on Xbox while you guys were playing on PC. I I don't think so. Oh, I don't maybe. think it is. There's no cross progression. There is on most of the Microsoft games, but for whatever reason, it's not available. Oh, uh, you're right, because Logan had already played on Xbox and it was like essentially restarting. Correct. Logan's PC. like level twenty now on on console. Wow, he's never gonna play with us again. Us level. I know three. he's not. Um, we are level three, right? Anyways, <laughs> something like that. No, I think we're, we're like level five. Anyway, um, but besides that, you mentioned before I so I have made it my mission before Last of Us Part Two comes out on June nineteenth. Um, I want to replay through the entire original one because I haven't played it in years, um, and this is actually my first time playing through it and as the remastered version. Like I, I own the remastered version, but I never um, played through the entire game. Like I originally played it on PS3, um, but it looks absolutely amazing. Like it hasn't. It, you could say that this game came out yesterday, and I'd be like, yeah, this is amazing. Um, like it, it aged very, very well. Um, it's just such an amazing game. The Naughty Dog is so 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 good at like cinematic storytelling like it the voice acting the motion capture the graphics the gameplay the whole story the plot the delivery it's fantastic and i'm so 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 excited for last part two um but yeah so hopefully i'll be done with that i i literally marathoned i sat through and marathon for a few hours and i realized like i looked at one of those youtube videos that's like last of us the movie where they compile all the cutscenes and everything and i'm like essentially mm -hmm. a third of the way through the game um, so I've made significant progress, so that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, The Last of Us, I... That game... <laughs> the clickers used to scare the shit out of me. 
in that game. They're terrifying still. Can confirm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially and, in surround sound. Oof. Anyways. And playing at night with the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that kind of scary. It's just like the surround sound. Like the sound design is also really good. Because I yeah. before I played it on like my old PS3 in my bedroom off like the speakers that were connected to like the TV. So like it was terrible. Mm-hmm. But now it's like the clickers are clicking everywhere and you're like, mm, I don't like this. <sighs> yeah, I can't wait for that game. It'll be uh, it'll be really good. I can't believe it's only ten days away. So the review embargo goes up on Friday, I believe. So we'll start to see reviews, which I'm sure will be glowing. I'd be shocked if they were not. Ugh, I'm like almost panicked about it. Kind of like the same panic I felt before, like Avengers Endgame <laughs> reviews, and like basically any Marvel movie. You're like, oh, I hope this is good. It better be good. But no, the only one we've gotten done dirty on was Rise of Skywalker. That too. I forgot about that. Anyways, I forgot about that movie. Um, I've also been watching Avatar: The Last Airbender. I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but I've been um, officially, you know, watching it, th- watching through for the first time. I'm on the end of season two, um, and it's really, really good. If season one is kind of like the introduction and a bunch of like kind of filler, goofy episodes, season two is where it like really kicks into the story, and it's like how you can see why people call it like one of the greatest shows of all time. So, highly, highly, highly recommended. Now that it's on Netflix and super easy. Um, yeah, Lauren's seen it. We started to watch it, but we're only like two episodes in because every time we go to turn it on, I'm like, I just need to not watch anything and just <laughs> de-stress from the day. So I've been the party pooper in that camp. But we did watch, I don't think we uh, got to talk about it because we didn't record last week, but we did watch Central Park and uh, the two episodes that are available. I think the third one just became available, I think, over the weekend. Central Park or, is what again? It's the show that's from the creator of Bob's Burgers. That Fox passed on and Apple got the rights to? Oh, I don't know. I don't have Apple TV Plus, so I don't pay attention. Oh, I you should. It was, did you get it free or whatever? I was supposed to get it free with my work MacBook, but it never activated on my Apple account. And they were like, okay, well, we've tried sending activation five times and it's not working. And I was like, okay, thanks. And oh that was God. about it. Thanks, Apple Ridiculous. Really? Anyway, I'm not mad about it. Yeah, no, it's it's really good though. Josh Gad is like the lead character, um, and Kristen Bell's in it, and there's a few others been, that don't come to mind. But it was really funny. Lauren like choked on a grain of rice laughing. So <laughs> that's good. That's a good sign. That was the, that was the memorable moment. Um, and then we finished upload, which I think I talked about last podcast. So yes, um, which remember. was good. But yeah, so good stuff. Um, yeah, and I got this controller um, from Amazon. It's an 8-bit Doe controller, 8-bit Do, however you pronounce it. And it's the SN30 Pro controller. Okay. So it's like, it's it's made for Switch or PC or Mac or whatever, but it looks like a Super Nintendo controller with little analog sticks. Oh, that's cute. And it was on. And it's got ZL and ZR triggers, and it's got a home and a screenshot button and everything. So It basically acts as like a Pro controller, just in the shape of a Super Nintendo controller. Yeah, and the D-pad's a lot nicer, too. The D-pad's more like the Switch Lite D-pad than the Pro Controller D-pad. Yeah. So, and they were on sale for, like, 35 bucks. so I got a an open box one for 30 bucks on Amazon. So, and it came brand new. So, it's a, uh, highly recommend it. I haven't played too much with it. I've played mainly Animal Crossing, but it has USB-C input, so that's good. We're not, you know, stuck in 1905 with micro-USB. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know why I haven't tried this, but I feel like I should like utilize the gamecube pro controllers a lot more like i've been using the standard pro GameCube controller pro controllers like the the about? switch gamecube controllers like the wireless oh yes, yes 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 um like i kind of like forgot that i own them because i bought them obviously for smash and like they're still there but i i don't know i don't the pro controller is fine 
but like you said the d-pad on it sucks like it's not like the D-pad I'll, is I'll press rough. right and it's like oh you want it to go up and I'm like no but thanks um, yeah. so yeah I think I don't know maybe I'll maybe I'll try whipping out the GameCube controllers a little bit yeah they are uh, the GameCube controllers are nice and it's um, yeah I the, the, those the, I thought that those controllers were nicer than people gave them credit for. The only thing is they don't have rumble. So like this controller has rumble. Doesn't have HD rumble, but it has rumble. Oh um, yeah, the game controllers don't have rumble, huh? Anyways, that would be important for fishing. Never mind. I'll stick to the pro. Well, controller. and that's so on the Switch Lite. I don't have rumble, so that's why I've been using the Pro controller, which has like the HD rumble. But this has regular rumble, which I mean, it does the same purpose. So yeah, I mean, as long as you're not playing like one two switch and you're trying to guess how many marbles are in the thing whatever as long as it shakes it's fine it's so funny these tacky games from beginning of yesteryear anyways um can you tell it's a slow news week people a little bit i mean i can tell you some news i went and got my covid19 antibody test today because i'm convinced that i had it and just didn't show symptoms and i want to put my mind at ease that like even if i were to contract it that i would i personally would be safe obviously i'm not gonna be like oh well time to go out and cough on everybody like I'll still obviously take precautions. Sounds but, like you would do that. Disgusting. No, I just want to make sure that I'm safe. But when I was going to get the test, I told the lady, I'm like, yeah, I don't like needles. Like, She's like, are you going to pass out? I'm like, no, it's not that I'm like, afraid of them. I just don't like the feeling of being stabbed. And she's like, that's understandable. Let me stab you three times. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? She like, stabbed my one elbow. And she's like, hmm, that doesn't work. And then she stabbed the other one. She's like, that's not working either. And then she like, stabbed my wrist. And I'm like, isn't there a bone there? She's like, yeah, right under a big vein. And I'm like, I don't trust you. She like poked it and starts like wiggling the needle inside. I'm like, I really that hurts. Oh my god! And I'm she's like, it's fine. I'm getting the blood. I'm like, of course you are, cause you're like dismembering my vein. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, that was exciting. Hopefully, hopefully I get some good news out of that. Um, when do you hear back? I'll get the results in two to five days, depending That's on good. when they send them to a lab and when the lab finishes up. So we shall see. But it's anyways, crazy. Shall we move on? To we shall some hottie toppies to, to our uh, mediocre lukewarm tops <laughs> mediocre actually there's a lot of there's there's like a few good ones in here uh, there's a few good ones it's just not many but it's fine so starting off in our entertainment slash Disney which is actually mostly just video game stuff but relates to Movies. entertainment <laughs> um, so The Last of Us HBO show has its pilot director um, this one comes from I didn't even cite the source. Wow. <laughs> I, I like copy pasted the text. Hey, Paul, you want to do me a favor and copy paste what this? I I want to say it's from IGN. I'm like 99% sure it's from IGN, but if you can double check, um, not that part, the the text under it. So anyway, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> assuming this is from IGN, they say this past March, HBO confirmed that it's teaming up with Naughty Dog to make the Last of Us t- or to make a The Last of Us TV show, which will replace long planned film adaptation. Um, we've obviously talked about this before. It's not news. Uh, Craig Mazin, director of HBO's Chernobyl and the writer of upcoming Borderlands movie directed by Eli Roth and starring Kate Blanchett, which I didn't even know was happening. Did you know there was a Borderlands movie? Uh, we... No, I did not. Well, that's also news. Um, so the creator of HBO's Chernobyl, Craig Mazin, is executive producing and writing the series alongside uh, Naughty Dog's Neil Druckmann, who's obviously the director for both uh, the original and the new game. Um, in an interview with Discussing Film, Johan Renk, who won an Emmy for directing all five episodes of Chernobyl, is confirmed that he is on board to executive produce The Last of Us and direct at least the pilot episode. So that's exciting. 
Um, looks like he and Craig have already worked together in the past, and I know that Chernobyl was apparently a, a very well-received show, uh, and it's kind of like semi-dark, semi-horror, um, so it's kind of right up the the same kind of genre, whatever, of, of The Last of Us being like, you know, apocalyptic kind of scenario, so should be exciting. Hopefully the show's good. I mean, we've seen good success with like The Witcher, which was adapted from a video game, and mm-hmm. some other shows, like uh, even the Castlevania animated show, I believe, has been getting fairly good feedback and has been yeah, well so. received. Yeah. Um, obviously, I haven't watched either of those shows, but I know that a lot of people enjoyed The Witcher. So hopefully this does well, and hopefully it's good. Um, obviously, with the folks at Naughty Dog being involved, I have confidence that it should at least be good, not... Maybe it's not like fantastic or perfect, but at least it should at the very least be good. Yeah, I mean so. that the director of the games is also like writing the series himself. Um, yeah, which is good. Means yeah, I'm sure he won't let it do it dirty. I mean, the game was already cinematic to begin with, so it's not that much of a transfer of like instead of mocap, they're just actually using real actors, so it's a little different. Or I guess maybe the same because I'm sure that the he's directing the motion cap actors as they're being motion capped, so whatever. Anyways, it'll be good. Um, it probably won't start production until after the game is really, The Last of Us Part Two is released, but. Yeah, good for stuff. sure. And then now, in perhaps the biggest news, I screamed at this, this is from <laughs> yes. uh, May 28th, and this one comes from IGN as well. Uh, a Kingdom Hearts TV show is reportedly coming to Disney+. Plus. Now, really, does this matter? <laughs> does it matter because it's gonna be confusing as hell anyway, so as all Kingdom Hearts things are, uh, this one comes from IGN, who cites a um, a few entertainment industry journalists posting on Twitter. Uh, so this one comes from Voline on Twitter, Emmerkaya, Emmerkaya. I'm not I'm not sure how to pronounce their name. Can you read? That's best. <laughs> what? It's. Oh, I guess okay. That is a difficult name. <laughs> I was like, what are you saying? It's Emmerkaya. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. V u l l e i n on Twitter. Voline. Vulian. Okay. Who knows? Whatever. I was originally going to publish this as an exclusive article, but apparently a few other insiders have heard about it too, so I'm just going to tweet it out, I think. There's a Kingdom Hearts series in the works at Disney+. Plus. Disney originally wanted to make it, but it, that didn't work out. So Square Enix was asked to create a pilot using Unreal Engine. The series is most likely not live action, but CG animated. They're currently casting. So, um, obviously there's a few different folks. Uh, you know, like Skylar Schuler says that uh, it'll be a series, not a movie, it's animated, and the voice actors are expected to reprise their roles. Jim Cummings, Bill Farmer, Tony Anselmo, um, etc. So, apparently, uh, Disney originally planned to create a Kingdom Hearts animated series after the success of the video game in 2002, but it was canceled due to being a vastly different interpretation of the game's story. So, not entirely um, out of the realm of possibility, because, uh, you know, Kingdom Hearts is very confusing, so even when they go to try to do a series like this, I can't imagine what it's going to be like, because it's it's probably going to be confusing as hell. So I'd imagine it would be like kind of like the game, where it's just them going through like different Disney things. I doubt there'd be a lot of focus on the hardcore lore of Kingdom Hearts with all of the... Well, I'll say anime characters, but obviously not anime characters, more of like the Kingdom Hearts Final Fantasy Universe characters. Yeah, so. it's, it's funny, though, because, like, a lot of Kingdom Hearts, from what I understand, at least, is, like, they take classic scenes from, from Disney movies, and, like, suddenly all these random characters are there. Like, so, I don't know, the scene where, 
I saw this gif, and it's like Rapunzel's rolling around in the grass or whatever, and like Goofy's there in the background just watching her. Yeah. So it's well, like... The, so the main character, obviously, is Sora, and Sora is accompanied by Donald and Goofy. Like, they're his partners. So yeah. at any point in time, your team is always those three characters. So that's why Goofy's there. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It's just interesting to... It'll be interesting to see how they actually pull it off and, like... I don't know. Disney fans are always crazy anyway, so I'm assuming that they're going to be like, oh, it, this means that XYZ is canon now. Like, Goofy was always oh. there and tangled and blah, blah, blah. So, mm. Anyways. Anyways. I don't th- people are not going to be like that, but go off, uh, I suppose. They might. The Kingdom Hearts games came out. Relax. There'll be a TikTok here and there. Oh Anyways. Um, in other exciting news that's fairly old, um, this was announced, and it's, oh, well, I mean, it's exciting, but it's also kind of disappointing because we probably won't be able to play it for a while. Um, but this one was also from May 28th. Uh, so this one comes from the official Star Wars website. Um, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge is a new VR experience that's coming later this year. Um, so get ready for an adventure on the planet of Batu in stunning virtual reality. Um, today, ILM X Lab, Lucasfilm's award-winning immersive entertainment studio, announced that it is developing Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, a new action-adventure virtual reality experience in, co- in collaboration with Oculus Studios. Um, coming later this year, the experience connects uh, to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the new epic land at Disneyland and Disney World. Um, so it should be pretty exciting. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll finally invest in one of the cheap Oculus I. Oculi? I don't know. Oculuses? Oculi? <laughs> Oculuses doesn't sound right. Um, but yeah, invest I mean, in cheap Oculus because you play your PSVR so much? You know what? Maybe I will. Thanks for asking. I'll just make sure I heard it right. Mm-hmm. I'm just making sure that you heard that. I don't know. <laughs> PSVR is too complicated and it's sweaty. That's my excuse. Get an Oculus Quest. That's the. Does it have fans one. in it? What? Does it have fans in it? So I don't overheat. Oh no! You gotta install your own fans. Ugh. You know you probably could if you get like those little fans like from Disney World and you put them like on the sides and just like turn them on with their little AA batteries. Yeah, but it would just be blowing air on like your ears as opposed to like your eyes, which are sweating. Oh yeah, well I, I don't. Like, know that's the issue. You. I don't know. I don't know how you. I don't know how you do that with what you have today. I don't. That's why I don't play the PSVR ever. Oh gosh. That's why I exclusively play Beatport or Beatport. <laughs> Beatport. <laughs> Beat Saber. Sorry. That's why I exclusively oh play Beat Saber. Like when I am already like going out and I'm gonna be sweaty anyway. So I'm like, what's some more sweat? Let's let's go crazy. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's the you know. The uh, the anthem of this episode is go off, I guess, which is your phrase, but that's okay. It is my phrase, and I will go off, I guess. All right. I guess. <laughs> so that was a good transition so into dumb. the video game section. I left it in, in, in Disney Entertainment because it's kind of related to Disney Parks. Uh, it's exciting that Batu will be available to explore digitally. Um, I wonder if this was in the works before. I mean, I'm assuming this was in the works before, you know, everything happened with the parks. Yes, it um, absolutely had to have been. But uh, but yeah, it'll be exciting regardless. Um, and hopefully, it's not one of those silly like Disneyland Adventures games where it's just I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think it will be. So I think that uh, I think this will be the real deal. So um, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, ILM X Lab is who's responsible for the the VR experiences at the Void. Um, so so I have full faith in their ability to bring something exciting to the table. Yeah, for sure. As do I. All right. Jumping in to Hot Tops Gaming, um, do you want to take the first one or should I? And then you take you can the next take, one? You can take the first one because I have I don't even know. I don't even know how to spell Valorant. 
So Valorant has been officially released in open beta as of June 2nd. Um, I downloaded it, I turned it on, I played through the tutorial, and I was like, I don't understand what's going on, and I closed it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, so it's, it's probably not a complicated game, realistically, but because I never, ever played Counter-Strike, or CSGO, or Call of Duty, or like any of these games, coming from my simple Overwatch humble beginnings, I'm like, this is a lot to take in. Cause My simple Overwatch humble beginning. Okay. Because <laughs> Overwatch is, you open up the game, yes, there's like 30 heroes, but that's it. That's all you have to decide is which character you want to play, which one looks the coolest, let me play them. And obviously there's like getting used to like how different characters interact and blah, blah, blah. There's a learning curve. But Valorant doesn't, is, so you, there, you have this like slate of characters to pick from. But on top of that, you have all these guns to learn and like all the characters have different abilities. So it's a mashup. Like our, a lot of reviewers are mashing your saying it's a mashup between like overwatch and counter-strike um mm-hmm. but it's i don't know it seems like a lot to to take in and maybe i'm just not giving it a chance and being unfair um clearly reviewers love it on metacritic currently it has a 83 um ign themselves gave it a nine um and a bunch of other uh outlets have given it you know m- more than more than positive or whatever um just favorable reviews in general so I don't know. Maybe we'll give it a try. It's free to play. There's no excuse not to just, you know, pop into an actual game. Arguably, I didn't play an actual game. I just popped into the tutorial. But then again, the tutorial didn't explain what the objective of the game is, so I still don't know how to play. Oh, my God. So it wasn't a very good tutorial. It was like, press space to jump. Tutorial complete. And I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> so Me as well, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is available on PC only for now, um, which it'll probably stay that way because it's developed by Riot Games, who... Um, League of Legends never came to any other console besides PC, so I wouldn't be surprised if this remained a PC game. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I would I would not be surprised either. Um, but then again, I mean, I don't know if it's incredibly successful. Then maybe they will. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? All right. Now, some very. Oh my God, I hate this. <laughs> So the PS5 event, which was previously uh, indefinitely postponed due to the ongoing civil unrest in the country and perhaps the world, uh, the PS5 event was scheduled for last week. It was postponed. Now it's been rescheduled to July, June 11th uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern time. So um, Ahmed wrote here, rev up those fryers. (laughs) It's the clip from Spongebob. And there you go. That is the audio from the video. So rip up those fryers. I just love uh, so this one it. obviously comes from uh, the PlayStation blog, uh, and they say we've shared some technical specifications and shown you the new DualSense wireless controller. But what about? Uh, but what is a launch without games? That's why I'm excited to share that we will soon give you a first look at the games you'll be playing after PlayStation Five launches this holiday. The games coming to PS5 represent the best in the industry from innovative studios that span the globe. Studios both larger and smaller, those newer and those more established. All have been hard at work developing games that will showcase the potential of the hardware. This digital showcase will run for a bit more than an hour. This pre-taped program will, will be broadcast in 1080p and 30 frames per second. This eased the show's production process during a time when many of our team and developers are working from home. But 4K streams will be available after the show that was later on confirmed. Um, uh, Sid Schumann went back to the PlayStation blog. Uh, and Sid uh, heads up the global content communications for PlayStation and did confirm that once the show has ended, 4K streams of each video will be available um, on YouTube. Not surprising. 
obviously everyone being home there's probably gonna be a lot more viewers than they normally would have uh so they want to limit the bandwidth being used up so i think that's completely appropriate so of course the quality whatever you want to call them the resolution nerds out there they're all freaking out and everyone was said like, how are we gonna see the fork the power of the ps5 and 1080p what Sid himself from Ice Age came out and said, "Listen, Sid my children, from Ice Age, relax. It's okay." So, um, yeah. So this is this is super super exciting. There's been a lot of rumors going around, um, a lot of quote unquote leaks. Obviously, you know we know how those go, um, but yeah, a lot of lot of cool stuff. I think Horizon Zero Dawn Two is all but confirmed at this point. Um, not that you played the first one, so it doesn't matter to you. Uh, and I like how there's no reaction. You're just like, okay, yes. <laughs> I was waiting. I was, no, I'm like calculating. I wanted to say something. So I was like thinking out how to say it in my head. I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying at all. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so there's been a lot of rumors around Spider-Man two, um, lining up for the launch possibly, you know, with a sequel being in development. That was a rumor from a while ago. There's talks about a demon souls, uh, remake or a remaster, but built from the ground up. Uh, demon souls obviously was on PS three. Um, four score and seven years ago, um, and Demon there's Souls? been all sorts of rumors. Do you mean yeah, Demon Souls, not Dark Souls? Here we go. Med's having his moment. <laughs> Maybe I've never played a video game before. I've never heard of Demon Souls. Go look up Demon Souls. Demon Souls came out for uh, I believe it's an Atlas game that came out for um, uh, Demons plural Souls. Demon Souls. That's why I never. Yeah, no, you didn't. You said Demon. Space Souls. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that before. Sorry, I'll, I'll brush up on my English <laughs> next time. Sorry, go on. Demon Souls, Spider-Man yeah, Two. So, what was the so, something yeah. that I never played the first one of that you? Uh, you really didn't hear that Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, you know what? I'll play it. That's next after last oh, part. Oh yeah, two. right. Horizon Zero Dawn is a fantastic game. It's literally at the top of the backlog. I got this. The top of the backlog as this man plays Last of Us. Okay, that's more pressing because Last of Us Part Two is coming. And then Horizon Zero Dawn Part Two is coming. Not sooner than that. Anyways, mm-hmm. go on. Mm-hmm. 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 Continue. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's uh, so we'll see what happens. I'm super hyped about it. Uh, hopefully, you are as well. I um, very hyped. Yeah, I I am super hyped. So, with that in mind, uh, comes this other rumor that I saw from NeoGAF that I thought was interesting. So, obviously, Microsoft has has um, given their word on this whole. Summer, I forget what they called it, Xbox 2020, where they're doing like a thing every month or whatever. So they're still committed to doing their June, July, and August presentations. Um, So we'll see what happens there. But it'll be very interesting to see how this all plays out. So there is a rumor floating around. This one comes from NeoGAF, uh, who who sources, sorry, sorts, sources (laughs) Skyrist Pidaris. So I think this is from like a, a Russian gaming magazine. Yes. Uh, but the rumor is that Microsoft intends to launch the Xbox Series X before the PS5 by any means necessary. Even if the games are affected, Microsoft will try its best to release the Xbox Series X console before the PS5. Uh, even if for this it has to sacrifice the quality of a number of starting games. The team of Phil Spencer believes that our early start will allow the console to get an additional advantage in the eyes of customers. And this is important given that the manufacturer intends to win in the long run. The editorial board of GamingMagazine.ru for Russia received the corresponding insider information from an employee of a Western company who was aware of Microsoft plans and who wanted to remain anonymous. So, obviously, more than likely, it could be true, but probably just a bunch of hoopla, right? So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what happens, but 
it's going to be a, a, a battle, a neck and neck battle, as it always is. Uh, it'd be very interesting to see who has the more interesting games. I'd say that if Xbox doesn't launch with Halo Infinite at a minimum, it's going to do the Xbox a huge disservice because getting a new box and saying, oh, hey, it's backwards compatible, you know, we're upresing your old games and, and all that stuff is nice, but the one difference so far has been that Xbox is like, hey, we're going to have games, it's going to support smart delivery, this way your Xbox One games, you buy them on Xbox One and it'll play the best version that you can possibly play on the Xbox Series X, um, which is nice, but at the same time, if I buy a new system, I do kind of want you know, me older, having money, you know, being able to spend money and, and buy what I want or whatever. Obviously for kids, it's like parents want their kids to milk the original Xbox one they have now. And for them being able to play with their friends on the new system is nice. But at the same time, if you spent four or $500 on a system, you do want some exclusivity to it. You do want, oh, I can play the new Spider-Man game only on PS5, right? As opposed to why did I just buy this game when it's like the Xbox Series XX like, it's just the, the next X or the next powerful X or whatever, right? Yeah. So, it's um, very different approaches from two very different companies. So, we'll see. I still think that Sony is going to come out, you know, swinging and they're going to have the games that people like you and I would want. Um, and hopefully Microsoft does do the same. I just don't know. It's like there's so many secrets with Microsoft that they haven't really found the pip in their step last gen because they didn't have any exclusives really outside of like Ori and the Blind Forest. That was a huge one for them. Um, but aside from that, you have your Halo, you have your Gears, but That's nothing else it. really comes to mind. So it'll be interesting to see, like, do they bring back a Fable 4? Will Fable 4 be available somewhere in the launch window of the system? Is it, are they even going to show it off too much? Is it not ready? It, is there really a new Banjo-Kazooie? Are they acquiring, there was talk about them acquiring, um, was it Sega? I can't remember. There was talks about them acquiring like Sega and that, you know, they were going to go through and whatever. And then it turned out to be this rumor that I guess Sega is going to put their name on the Xbox in Japan to try to get to sell better. Yeah, it was some weird thing. I don't know. I never saw an article on it. I just heard about it through like the forums. So either way, you know, there's just, there's a lot going on. I think Sony's coming in with the upper hand, uh, and Microsoft needs to dethrone them with things like Game Pass and things like uh, smart delivery and backwards compatibility. And games. that does set them apart, but they also need first-party games. Yeah, it's the games. Um, two things real quick while we're on this topic. Do you think that they're going to also show off the PS5 hardware in that, in that uh, you know, on June 11th? I'd really like them to. That's I what I originally thought that was going to be. I didn't realize it was like their games presentation, but Xbox has already revealed the system before they did their games presentation, and I feel like it's weird. I don't know. I don't know not. what's going on with the PS5 and the actual box itself. Like it's like this big elusive mystery. Like no one wants to show it. I, I don't understand. Like Xbox came out and was like, "Yeah, here, here's your mini computer tower, and this is the Xbox Series X, yeah. right?" And now with the PS5, it's like there was a viral post that went around about promoting Black Lives Matter, um, and it was like. And it was like, oh, it, it pretended to show off the PS5, but it literally looked like, like a printer. And <laughs> people were like, oh, my God, it's a printer. And then it turned out, you know, like you open up the post and it's like, you know, educate yourself, whatever. Like, you know, yeah, don't yeah. worry about things like this. And you need to worry more about what's going on in the world. Yes. So, obviously, that was hot off the heels of 
uh, the event being postponed, but I don't think that they're going to show the hardware as much as I would like them to. I do think they need to make like a huge splash and say, hey, look, here's the hardware. Here's a quick overview of what it supports. Here's the games. This is what you'll be playing um, in December, October, whenever you decide to launch the system. So wait, and also speaking you- of the launch, I remember, was it you that mentioned that the holiday date was taken off their website? Like it doesn't say yeah. this? Got, holiday yeah, the holiday, holiday 2020 got pulled from the PS5 website. That usually doesn't mean much of anything. It's pretty much just a coincidence. I mean, I remember this kind of stuff came out around when the Switch was um, coming out, and it was like people read, like, you know how it is. Everyone reads into everything yes. when there's no news. So the, the longer we go without news, the longer people are going to speculate and come up with, like, these batshit crazy ideas. Arguably, it's so. the best part of the console launch is all, like, the speculation <laughs> Like, one of my favorite things ever was the Nintendo On video. Oh I still watch that sometimes, and I'm like, wow, this was so good. Like, everyone was so hyped for no reason over something that didn't even exist. But Literally. What a good time. Yeah, the Nintendo On was uh, was a very interesting concept. Do you ever uh, go back and watch, like, the Wii remote reveal trailer? That video is so yes. hyped for no reason. <laughs> yes, where she's sitting there, like, the girl's sitting there, and she has a controller, and she, like, flips it up, and, like, Mario, you hear the Mario jumping noise when she, yes. like, moves it up? And you're like, wow, this is the future, but, like, no one ever did that, but it was still exciting. And that and that never happened. The closest they got to was Mario spinning in Super Mario Galaxy. Yes. Or the, the drum set thing, like, you never played the drum yes, set. Yes, with then. two Wii remotes. Yes. Yeah, there's no, there's no game like that. Never happened. But, yeah, it was exciting video regardless. The intro was, like, so hyped for no reason that could be like yeah a DJ it's like intro. this it's like <laughs> liquid with this you know and it forms into a control and you're like ooh, it's a tv remote but <laughs> a little bit speaking of which you know it's funny so if you look at um and i saw i think it was an ign article if you look at the wii u reveal right they show the one scene where they put the gamepad on the floor it shows the t for the golf uh like the t for the golf ball golf ball's on it you swing the Wii remote past over top of the Wii, yes, Wii yes, U yes, gamepad, yes, and the the golf ball like flies, like it moves away from the gamepad, and then you see it going off in the distance on your TV screen. Yes. So there was one where was it backgammon? It was reverse. Some, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Reversey, where they yes. take the 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 gamepad and like tilt it, and all the pieces fall off. Yes. So that was never. So now in Clubhouse Games, fifty one worldwide games, which is on Switch, in Reversey. You can actually take your switch and twist it, and all the pieces will fall off. Yes, so because like that was to the that only video, game yeah. that wasn't yeah, that was the only game that wasn't realized from the Wii U uh, launch trailer. Yes, that was cute. Did they ever do? Did the golf game ever come out like that though? Like- uh, Wii Sports Club came out. I don't know if it supported golf in that fashion, but I think that was like for Wii U. Yeah, that Wii Sports came out for Wii U, yeah. Anyways, I don't remember that. And it had, like, online play, I think? I can tell you I have zero recollection of that ever happening. And now it's, like, super rare. It's, like, the World Championship for NES. Anyways. Oh, God, please. Speaking of old things coming back, um, the Game Gear Micro was announced by Sega, which came, I guess, not out of totally left field. There's been a trend of of mini consoles. Um, But this one is very unique in its launch. So... Uh, this one comes from The Verge. Sega has now revealed full details of its just-announced Game Gear Micro portable console, or as I should, or should I say, consoles. It turns out there are four color variants, and each system has four different games preloaded. Um, so no doubt in an attempt to drive collectors to buy them all. Um, so I didn't realize that not each one was identical. So there's a black one, a blue one, a yellow one, and the red one. Um, the black one comes with Sonic the Hedgehog, Poyo Poyo 2, Outrun, and Royal Stone. 
Uh, the blue one comes with Sonic Chaos, Gunstar Heroes, Sylvan Tail, and Baku Baku Animal. The yellow one has Shining Force, Gaiden, something. <laughs> it has three Shining Force games. There's They have really long titles. And Nazu Poyo Aruru Noru. And the red version has Revelations, The Demon Slayer, Ma- Megami Tensei, Gaiden, The Last Bible Special, The GG Shinobi, and Columns. I can tell you, I haven't heard of any of these games besides the one in the black version. So if I had to buy one, it would be black. But it's also extremely Wait, hold tiny. on. Wait, what game is that? Sonic? Sonic and Poyo Poyo 2. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I guess I've maybe heard of Sonic Chaos. I don't know. I've heard of the name Sonic. Sonic Chaos, I think, is a puzzle game. Yeah, it sounds about right. I don't know. But it's uh, it's a very interesting tactic, considering each of these are, like, 50 bucks um, to only have four games on each of them. Um, but, I don't know. I guess collectors will go crazy for it. Um, it has a speaker jack, or uh, a headphone jack. Um, charges over USB, but can also run off two AAA batteries. Um, and it apparently... They're including a, like, magnifying glass... <laughs> Because it's, it's so tiny. It's so small. It's they're, like a real baby. Yeah, they're including like an attachment that like makes it look like a CRT TV on top of it to like zoom in, which is like, I see the novelty, but why not just make the whole thing bigger anyway? <laughs> the display is literally 1.5 inches. Yeah, the Game Gear itself is gigantic. Like the Game Gear was like, I don't know, it's big. It was bigger than anything else. Like it was so much bigger than the Game Boy. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. This why. one's like a weird one. And the whole thing of the four games being on each system with four different colors pisses me off because there's no reason for that. Like It's also not even me- announced for the US. It's it's gonna ship in Japan on October sixth and there's no word on a on a Western release at this point. So I'd imagine it'll come out in uh in the US as well. But I feel I mean, like if it I don't came know. out in the US they would have to have all the games on each one of the colors because people wouldn't aren't gonna fall for that gimmick here, I don't think. Well, they would. So all of the classic systems have been. Um, they've all gotten significant price reductions. Like the Sega Genesis Classic or the Sega Genesis Mini, I think is what it was officially called. Was started at eighty bucks, and it came with two controllers. It launched like pretty much in the same fashion as the uh, as the Super Nintendo Classic. Did it come with two controllers? Hold on, I have one. <laughs> I have no idea. Please, but hold. I mean. Please hold while your party is transferred. While Paul's investigating, I mean, I don't think like that whole thing comes with two controllers and connects to your TV for eighty bucks. Why would anyone right like why would anyone purchase this at fifty bucks for just four games and a screen that you can't even see so much so that you have to use a magnifying glass to look at it? Yeah, no, this is like a this is like a twenty bucks on sale thing. So yeah, the Genesis Mini did come with two controllers and it came with like thirty games or whatever. The same thing like. the Super Nintendo Classic came with, and even then it had problems selling 80 bucks, right? So then that got severely discounted. The one that I have, I got for 35 bucks, and that's how that was like the lowest it hit, I think. Um, and you can pretty much regularly get it for 50 bucks. I remember the so, PlayStation Classic that like released at 100, and people didn't fall for the the BS, and immediately it's like 20 bucks at Walmart. Like, well, and the emulation was bad too on the PlayStation Classic. So yeah, yeah, I got mine for 20 bucks as well. So, and then there was, like, the Neo Geo Mini, which was, like, the little arcade, like, it, it's, like, a little arcade stand, almost, and it has Neo Geo games on it. Yeah. And it's interesting, because that has a built-in screen on it. So, you were able to buy, like, an external, because, like, the, the controls, it's, like, a little stick and two little buttons. <laughs> so, like, you could play it, but it come, you can buy, like, an external, uh, 
an external, what do you call it, controller for it. So, but what was interesting is that one came out and there's like all these different versions of it. So I don't think any one of them sold well, but let me see here. I don't even know what the MSRP was. Why do I feel like it was like a hundred dollars? I don't know. I remember impressive. it being like a hundred dollars or something. So I'm. Well, I guess yeah, yeah. What drives up the price now? That I'm thinking about it is that these come with screens as opposed to like and like screens itself aren't cheap. Like that's. Yeah, but like the Neo Geo Mini is the only one that came with a screen. Like that's the only one outside of the the Game Boy or the Game Gear Micro that's coming with a screen. Like all the other ones do not come with screens. Super Nintendo yeah. does not come with a screen. That those are all and, HDMI outputs. Yep, and that's why it's a lot relatively cheaper but again so uh, as a disclaimer these the 50 dollar price point is based on the price in yen like it's a, approximately 50 bucks um, uh correct yep so yeah. yeah so the msrp is oh neo Geo mini, mini review a beautiful disappointment <laughs> damn yikes uh 99 the pricing both for a console and for the carts was outrageous okay where you got that pricing for because once again this is another one where it was like on sale for 30 bucks i'm like okay i can go for that yeah why not it looks nice on a shelf i guess yeah where the hell is it worth the price (laughs) the international version will retail for 109.99 so it's like it's not like there's no and, and obviously that's been dropped significantly like if you bought that at launch, then I don't know. You're dumb. I don't know what to tell you. But. I just Googled the the uh, the Neo Geo Mini, and I got an ad for this thing on Etsy where it's a wall-mounted arcade cabinet, and it's basically like a TV stand. Like, it's a giant arcade cabinet, and I, I don't know if it comes with the TV or you put your own TV in, but it has a slot for, like, a, you know, presumably, like, a 50-inch TV, and it has, like, all the buttons or whatever, and, like, speakers and, like, a giant like uh, a thing on the top that's like backlit with like you know arcade whatever it looks really cool that's um, interesting but it retails for 805 dollars so Ooh-wee. never mind not that cool nope <laughs> nope 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 but yeah so it's I, I don't know it's it's one of those things where it's uh it's interesting i could see them launching it in the u.s for 50 bucks each i could then see them being slashed down to like 20 bucks each and for yeah. 20 bucks each it's like people Maybe. would probably buy all the colors and whatever or and you know these things are going to be hacked. Every one of the classic systems has been hacked. Oh, yeah, it has a USB a... port, so, yeah, it'll be hacked. <laughs> That's yeah, all you it, need. It's, like, every single one of them has been hacked. Like, the Genesis Mini's hacked, PS Classic, every one of them. Yeah, so you just so, get one, you hack it, and then you have, like, the entire, you know, you pop it a micro SD library, and then, yeah. library or whatever, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, this next yeah. one is all you, because I have never played a Far Cry Far Cry? Game. Oh, come on. <laughs> So, Far Cry 6, there's a rumor uh, going around that Far Cry 6 will be announced on July 12th at the um, at the Ubisoft event. So, this one comes from Inverse. Uh, so, the latest leak from German site Game Reactor emerged on June 7th, which was translated by Tweaktown the following day, The la- uh, which quotes, The last Ubisoft game scheduled to be released before April is set to be a Far Cry. Uh, the report reads, The article does point out that the game could be postponed due to COVID-19, but Ubisoft's plan right now is to release it before March 31st, 2021, the end of this physical year. Uh, fiscal? fiscal year, sorry. Yeah, physical I said year. fiscal. My brain, my brain said physical. Uh, this lines up with previous comments from Ubisoft, which revealed during earnings call that the company plans to release five AAA games before the end of this fiscal year. According to the Game Reactor report, a Far Cry 6 reveal will take place during Ubisoft Forward. The event will take place on July 12th at 3 p.m. Eastern in lieu of a traditional E3 press conference from Ubisoft. 
The publisher promised in the blog post that the presentation will have plenty of exclusive game news, exciting reveals, and much more. It's likely that Far Cry 6 will be one of those exciting new reveals. Those of you who didn't like Far Cry 5's North American setting are likely to find the game, this game more interesting, it claims, noting that Far Cry 6 will have a, quote, exotic setting. Uh, this is pretty exciting. So, um, I don't think you ever played Far Cry 5. Did you play Far Cry 4? Nope. I own all these. <laughs> well, I, I don't own 5. I own 3, and I maybe own 4. I don't remember if I'm, I even own 4. I'm pretty sure I was with you when you bought 4 on PS4 on Black Friday. Okay, then yes, I did. <laughs> I do own 4. But, I remember seeing the cover now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I beat uh, Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4. And then they came with like Far Cry Primal and then Far Cry 5. Far Cry 5, I bought um, when it got a little bit cheaper. And then there was like a glitch where I lost all my save progress for like two missions. And I was like, yep, nope, never playing this game again. So <laughs> oh then I God. recently got it on PC for five bucks through the Epic Game Sale. So I wanted to try it out on PC. So I would do want to give that a try. It's the Far Cry games are fun games and they're pretty wild games. Um, and they're, I don't know, they're just good fun in my opinion. So. Far Cry 3 was heralded as one of the best games with some of like the best villains and stuff, and that was in like an, an exotic jungle environment. I forget exactly where it takes place. And then Far Cry 4 took place in Nepal, I think, if memory serves me right. So I'd have to double check that. But anyway, so it would be a very welcome change because Far Cry 5 took place in America, um, and it took place in the south someplace. I forget where, but somewhere in the south. And, um, yeah, so, you know, if it takes place somewhere more jungly again, I, I'm in for it. Um, and I think it'll be good. So we'll see, though, because uh, the thing is with these games is Ubisoft's have the impression of, oh, we can just change the scenery and we can go through and, you know, that that's enough to make it a new exciting game, which isn't really the case anymore because it's starting to get a little stale. Um, yeah, so hopefully they have some new mechanics or something going on. Uh, to prove that Far Cry 6 is a worthy uh, new addition to the Far Cry series. So we'll see. And Far Cry 5 is still fairly recent, right? Like, it's not that mm, old. Far Cry 5 came out last February. Really? Over a year ago? That yeah. much time has passed? Anyways, we're old, huh? I don't know. I I just re I feel like I remember hearing the news about it. Like Far Cry 5, release date, March 27th, 2018. Wow. Two years ago? Yeah, no. so then Far Cry New Dawn came out this year. Or, uh, sorry, this year, 2019. Uh, Far Cry 5 is, like, the one with... It's, like, in America, right? Like, I'm not... Yeah. Anyways, time really does fly, huh? All yeah, white Far Cry my 5 beard. takes place in Hope County, a fictional region of Montana. Anyways, I... I'm shook right now. I cannot believe that's already two years old. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I say maybe I will, but I probably will definitely not play any of these games. But I'm happy for you that you can yeah, no, I, play. Yeah, no, I, I probably won't play them either, so don't get too excited. It's all good. Um, last you but not could least, do no, I won't do this either because I already own too many games I don't play, as we have just <laughs> talked about. <laughs> um, and some good news for if, if you're unlike me and you are looking for some exciting play, games to play, there's a huge, huge sale on the eShop where a lot of games are discounted. Um, a lot of games that usually don't ever get discounted are discounted, which is exciting. Um, I don't know if you want to... You know this list probably a little bit more than I do, so if you want to go through what specific good deals there are. 
Yeah, so I've been flipping through the eShop just to get familiar with the sale. I've been getting notifications through all the various Twitter accounts and Reddit uh, subreddits that I follow. So there are literally, I think, any good sale that I've ever seen is pretty much compiled into one with some ad- welcome additions. Um, a lot of first-party games have been dropped from $59.99 to $41.99 uh, just off the top of my head. Hold on one second. <laughs> just off the top of your head. And with that, Paul lost his head. Well, I hear a car alarm. I feel like it's in my head. Are you okay? I don't hear anything on my end. I don't know. I'm hearing a car alarm, but I think it's far away. I'm like, oh, it's not my car. No, it's not. (laughs) Um, Sorry. So there's a lot of first-party games uh, that are welcome additions to the the sale here. Looking at Destructoid has a partial list. Uh, Right off of here, like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, uh, Dragon Quest XI-S, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, not worth it for forty one ninety nine. You can get that game for like twenty bucks anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dragon Quest Eleven, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, Kirby Star Allies, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, um, Super Mario Party, all forty one ninety nine. So good sales there if you're in for any of those games. Um, Bethesda, it looks like all the Bethesda titles are on sale. Yep, Skyrim, Skyrim, Dark Souls Remastered, New Super well, New Super Lucky Tales, not Bethesda, but a big one, I guess. Neither, neither is Dark Souls. Shut up! I knew that. <laughs> I can read. I see the Ben Dynamco right there. <sighs> oh, I'm not even. I'm still on the on the uh, destructive. Wow, destructive page. It's all good. Um, but yeah, so Skyrim, um, Wolfenstein Two, and what's the third one? Doom. Those yes. are all thirty bucks. So those are good deals if you have nowhere else to play them on and you want them on the go. They're there. Captain Two Treasure Tracker is twenty seven ninety nine. Cuphead is fourteen ninety nine. Um. Katamari Damacy Reroll is $9.89. Bunch of the Lego games are on sale. Wow. Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle is down from $60 to $14.99. Yeah, the That's gold edition slash. of that game has been $20, bucks, which comes with like the DLC, which oh, is a good okay. deal. I yeah. actually converted my copy over to a digital copy with that. Um, will I ever play it? Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, no the news. Witcher Wild Hunt, $41.99. Diablo 3, $29.99. That's an all-time low as well. Um, a Hat in Time, which is like a, uh, it's kind of like an old rare game, is the style of it. Mm-hmm. That's on sale for twenty ninety nine. I've heard good things about that. Uh, lots of indie games. Golf Story, highly su- highly suggest that one. Seven forty nine. Hotline Miami Collection. That's both one and two. If you've never played those games, I made I gave you a code for it, so you should play them. Uh, they're eight dollars and seventy four cents for both of them. You did, didn't you? I still I think it's on my home screen. <laughs> it has to be. I hope it is. <laughs> Um, Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition. Obviously, that is a Microsoft First Party Studio title, much like uh, Cuphead. Um, and that is on Switch as well for $13.99. Overcooked 2 is $14.99. Overwatch, if you want to become one of us, Overwatch Legendary Edition is $19.99. Um, all of the, I believe, all of the WayForward games are on sale. Um, I saw that River City Girls and the Shantae games are on sale. Uh, so those are good pickups. Um, and that's pretty much it. Really go and look. There's like literally like 1,100 games on sale. Like yeah. I've just been randomly scrolling through uh, the sale on my Switch, but that's not realistic. Like you need to yeah, go like, and like... Even the like the summer game sale section in the eShop doesn't show every single deal that is, yeah, that is live. It's, so there's a lot. it's a wild time. There there are so many games. So, so many games. So Box Boy and Box Girl is one that I'll be picking up. That uh, Box Boy was a game on 3DS... They came out with a new uh, version for Switch, 
and that's on sale. It's only three dollars off, but it's ten dollars normally and seven dollars now. So twenty percent off is pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just any game that's been on sale is probably on sale again. So this is their big summer sale. So definitely suggest going and picking up some indie titles uh, and play while you have some time on your hands with everything going on. Um, Ahmed, buy some games. Or consider this: play the games I own. I don't know. Could be a crazy thing that I try out. Ahmed's like, I bought a game yesterday, but I'd rather play a game I bought four years ago. That's the opposite of what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to buy any new games so I can buy, so I can <laughs> play the games I own. The only new game I'm buying is Last of Us Two. And that's yeah, it. it's gonna be. I might like wild time. take a three day weekend for that one. Give myself a little break from work and just storm through. I always say I'm gonna do that, and then I try to, and my brain just goes all over the place. I've like, my thing is, well, I mean, we could talk about this at length, but to close out the episode, <laughs> we should have four day work weeks. That is my platform. Ahmed for president. Thank you. Honestly, I mean, after more of the weekends, too. It's after too late more late for you to run for uh, listen to run for president for 2024. I believe that three day weekends are the rest that we hardworking Americans deserve. He's like, really got his finger all the way in his chest right now. <laughs> I'm so serious. After more day weekend, I was like, "This is amazing." Sunday isn't just anxiety day anymore. Like Sunday doesn't even feel like a day off because you just spend all day being anxious about Monday. But if you have Monday off, what a dream! And then come Monday, you're not anxious about the week anymore because it's only four days. Like I can get through that. Anyways, I can go on this about this forever. So point he is, he really said three day weekend up and the devil laughs. Something to think about. Oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> Anyways, is that it uh, for episode eighty one? I think that is it for episode eighty one. We we still managed to take a week with literally nothing going on and and turn it into a full hour long episode of us just, bickering about the world. It's just what we do. We love to talk. What we love we to hear the sound of our own voices. You now that you can you shower and sleep. Ooh, yeah, I can't wait to take a shower. All right, well, this has been episode 81. <laughs> I'm going to go take a shower, and Paul is going to go take a shower as well, because we're both disgusting. This is Paul and Ahmed signing off. Peace!